Welcome to Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser. This is the podcast designed to help you lead your life enthusiastically today and tomorrow and every other day of your life. I am your host, Ron Kaiser. I'm a positive health psychologist and also author of the award-winning and best-selling book, Rejuvenating the Art and Science of Growing Older with Enthusiasm. My website is called The Mental Health Gym. That's www.thementalhealthgym.com. It is the source of lots of information about positive psychology, my own brand of it that I call goal-achieving psychology, as well as rejuvenating. Now, as you know, most of these podcasts feature an interesting guest who is leading his or her life enthusiastically and has something really major to contribute to help you lead your life with enthusiasm. Every once in a while, however, I find that I should be doing a solo topic on an area that I think is both particularly interesting and that can help us to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. It may involve enthusiasm particularly, it may involve positive psychology, and it may involve other aspects of general wellness leading to personal growth. Today is one of those podcasts, and I'm calling it Bigotry Will Stunt Your Growth. You know, both as a positive psychologist and as somebody who is doing podcasts, I like to have as broad an audience as possible. I try not to ruffle too many feathers. Well, my philosophy is generally an uplifting, positive one. So I try not to venture into the... uh, political realm very much in these podcasts, even though I have some strong opinions and am involved politically in my personal life. But I am concerned about the way that the world has become so polarized and so disrespectful. In many ways, this is a function of not knowing each other very well, In the United States, for example, many decades since the desegregation of schools, we are still living in largely segregated neighborhoods, and many Caucasians don't know many African Americans on a social basis, or many Hispanics, or in some cases, Asians may not be living in proximity with other ethnic groups and mingling freely, and it's kind of left to both the imagination and to the kind of teaching that we received as to what our attitudes are toward other minority groups. Now, a couple of months ago, we saw the emergence of the Black Lives Matter movement that has really started to change the way that people think. It was a wake-up call for many of us to recognize that it's not enough to be non-racist 
it's more important to be anti-racist because if we are compliantly non-racist, it doesn't change society in any way. Now, this is not just a Black Lives Matter issue. Obviously, other minority groups are the victims of bigotry. And even since the emergence of the movement that has gained wide support has led to the removal of Confederate statues, the removal of the Confederate flag flying over the Capitol in Mississippi, and lots of other accommodations, including the fact that many institutions are now having education and dialogue around the issue of Black Lives Matter. And that kicked it off. But it's something that involves many people, and the reverse can also be true. In Philadelphia, we had a football player who was an African-American football player tweet negative things about Jewish people. He was called on it and is in the process of educating himself on it. We've had one congressman call another congresswoman an effing bitch as if that's an appropriate way to treat somebody of the opposite sex. Members of the LGBTQ community endure indignities on a near-daily basis in the workplace and socially. Now, one of the problems is the fact that many of us grew up without role models who advocated for inclusion. In many cases, our parents were not bigoted, but just generally didn't reach out to involve members of other communities who were different than they are. So so many of us grew up feeling that we're not bigots, we're not racists, and in many cases, we have kind of gone out of our way to say, not laugh at jokes that make fun of minorities and women and others who may be different than we are. And that gave us some sense of satisfaction. If somebody told a joke about a black person in a totally white group, I thought that, you know, I was doing a pretty good job if I didn't laugh and maybe even made a stern face. But since the emergence of the Black Lives Matter movement, I have done more education of myself and also more introspection of my reactions. And now, if I have the opportunity to sense bigotry, I stand up for principles that are anti-bigot. And that's what I really want to encourage today, is that people look at themselves, identify whether they've got some blind spots regarding bigotry generally, number one, and number two, whether it applies to certain types of people, whether it be a racial minority, sexual minority, or any other type of person who's different than you are. 
And number three, do we keep that to ourselves, but allow people to tell jokes in a supposedly safe environment where members of the minority aren't there? Or do we actively address it when we hear it? Do we combat the negative expressions? And do we try to educate? Because I truly believe that we diminish ourselves as human beings if we don't act human. Acting human means including others, means being inclusive. It means recognizing that we are all all part of one race, the human race. There are variations, but there are variations in many ways within the Caucasian community, within the African-American community, the Hispanic community, the Asian community, the LGBTQ community. And there are vast differences in the way that all men behave and vast differences in the way that women behave. It's bigoted to assign certain characteristics to one sex or the other beyond the obvious physical ones, especially in today's society where women are doing many jobs that were foreclosed to them in the past and men are working in many situations that were considered women's work in the past. We diminish ourselves when we don't work toward inclusion. We diminish ourselves when we don't regard every other human being as a brother or sister of ours. We diminish ourselves when we don't stand up to bigotry of any type. Positive psychology teaches us that there is a path to wellness. It involves lots of different things, including an optimistic outlook, keeping your brain and your body healthy, being socially connected with a broad range of people, and not draining yourself with negative, bigoted thoughts. And so I thought this would be an appropriate topic to fit in in a podcast that is largely devoted to wellness. Because just as we grow as a human being and function in a healthier way, if we eat appropriately, if we exercise appropriately, if we stay connected with others, and if we keep our mind active by reading and constantly learning in various forms, we also grow as a human being if we accept our role as one part of humanity and we share ourselves with others. And when somebody else is treated unfairly, we grow as a human being if we stand with them. And that helps them to grow as a human being too. So I hope you didn't see this as being too far afield from our normal podcasts. I would really 
like to hear from you, have you entertain any thoughts about it, any suggestions, any thoughts about other speakers or potential interviewees for this podcast or other kinds of materials that can help in dealing with overcoming bigotry because bigotry makes us a whole lot smaller. It stunts our growth, and that's not what we're about on the Rejuvenating with Dr. Ron Kaiser podcast. So that ends it for this podcast. Hope it gave you some food for thought. Next week we'll have an interesting guest who will continue to deal with the general topic of leading our lives with enthusiasm. As always, I hope that you will download, review, rate this podcast. I hope you will communicate with me at www.thementalhealthgym.com. That's ron.kaiser at thementalhealthgym.com. And also, if you haven't read Rejuvenating yet, I hope you'll pick it up. It's available at Amazon in all kinds of formats, including paperback, ebook, and audiobook. And remember, it's not just for old people like me. It's really designed to help you grow old from an early age because growing old can be pretty cool. Anyway, uh, until next time, I'm signing off. You guys stay safe. Be alert to bigotry and stand up to it. It's another way of growing as a human being. Take care now.